Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, thanks for downloading this very funny episode of Don't You Know Who I Am? Now all the... All the live ones are finished. We're back in the studio. It's nice and comfy in the studio. Thank you, everyone, who's been uh, sharing this round. That means a lot. If you are an iTunes user, go on iTunes, give it a rating. It helps. I don't know know how they do the rankings for the ratings of podcasts because I know there's some podcasts in Melbourne who always get in the top 50, and I guarantee I have way more listeners. So (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I do not know. Anyway, uh, if you are, leave a, leave a five-star rating, leave a review. That also really helps, I think. I think it helps the algorithm. Who knows? Who knows? Also, if you are a Patreon subscriber, thank you. If you're not a Patreon subscriber, you can get free writing every week. You get uh, free podcasts once a month, and you get uh, free free entry if you're for uh, live shows if you spend a certain amount every month. So um, thanks, everyone, who's been doing that. That is much appreciated. Keeps the lights on for this podcast. I don't think I need to say anything. This is going to be a very, very funny episode. Haven't recorded it yet, to be honest. But Peter Hellier, Cal Wilson, Matt Stewart, Beck Petritus, they're a good bunch of people. I like hanging out with them, so I guarantee it's going to be funny. That's all for me. Enjoy your life, people. Enjoy it. And welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet, some exciting news. I found out I share my name with a spotted-tailed quoll who was named in my honour by Anna Lewis, who works with Carnival Conservancy, and then they let her out in the wild. Yay! I'm wow. a quoll, guys. It's pretty a cool. A wild quoll. Oh, well, yeah. They fixed up, put, put a microchip in him and then, and then set him go. A second-hand quoll. Second-hand quoll. That's... I, I heard just coming in here that that quoll was eaten as soon as oh. it was oh, let no. into the wild. So oh. you might want to update. Well, that, it's not actually called Josh Earl because they, they call all their quolls SQ names. So it's Squash Earl. So oh, hopefully, that sounds like a threat. It sounds like it's been hit by a car. Anyway. <laughs> um, sounds if, like it has. Yeah. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I do is I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest shares his name with the Senior Project Manager of Assurance Specialty Property in the United States. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Peter Hellier. Yeah. Oh, good I haven't been in touch for a while. Yeah. <laughs> But he did his uni in Sydney, I found out. But he lives in the U- US. That's where, we, that's where we met. Yeah, uni of Sydney. Great. <laughs> I know all the Peter Helliers out there. <laughs> it's not too Does many. he spell it the same he way? He spells it the same way, yeah. Last time you were on the show, I spelled yeah. it differently. I spelled it with I-E-R. Yeah. This time I actually went, that, no, I'll go on and see. Oh, thanks for putting the extra yards <laughs> in. Yeah. Um, I-E-R is quite a common spelling of the name, but yeah. uh, there's, there's fewer A-Rs. So I get a lot of people spell my surname with an E on the end. Because of Steve Earl. Ah, oh, Steve Earl. The yeah. most famous of the Earls. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. He's not a bird, though, is he? He's not no. a bird. <laughs> like a possum, not a bird. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An Australian. <laughs> Carnival. Uh, also joining us is a comedian and author who shares her name with the accounts manager at Let's Go Kids in Melbourne. It's Cal Wilson. Ah, yes. There's more than one of me in Melbourne. Yeah. In Melbourne, Cal Wilson. And Should we say Let's Go Kids? Let's Go Kids. That's all like, you could actually work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's I could. I dress like a children's presenter. What does, what does Let's Go Kids do? I didn't actually look. Just kidnaps children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then lets them go. <laughs> like quolls. Yeah. Our next guest shares her name with a woman from Chesapeake in the US who on the website mylife.com rates only 3.8 out of 10 for her reputation. <laughs> Can you please welcome from the Kentucky Fried Chat and Podcast, it's Rebecca Petratus. Yay! I also rate my reputation (laughs) 3.8. 3.8. something we share. Yeah. What? 
I don't know. What an amazing website where you can rate yourself. That's very black mirror. I'm not, I don't reckon you do rate yourself. I reckon other people are rating you. Oh, really? Oh, that'd be sad oh. if she's rated herself 3.8. <laughs> yeah. But that was it. Yeah, I thought she was like, Low I reckon I'm here. Yeah. Or is that good expert? Like, she's like, she knows who she is. Yeah. Here's, and also she has room to move. And yeah. that's yeah. that's good. That's You're where I'm at. Early. <laughs> also, Chesapeake is a great town where every time I read it, I just think it says cheapskate. Just you know how your brain oh, looks at the letters and just goes, oh, that's yeah. cheapskate. No, I do, it's, it's I do Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah, oh. I reckon I read it as cheesecake. Cheesecake. Yeah. See, this is what we're we learning. This about is what each the round other. should be. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, is a man who shares his name with the assistant manager of Rockpool Restaurant in Melbourne. Can you please welcome back to the podcast from Do Go On? It's Matt Stewart. Yeah. Thanks so much. How's the restaurant, Matt? Oh, it's going pretty well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm. I, I'd be the easiest one to find. Oh, surely. So there must be endless Matt Stewart. What a yeah. bland name I have. <laughs> Nothing wrong with having two first names. No, that's true. So there's footballers there, Matt Stewart in the AFL. Sounds like Tom Stewart. My brother's Tom Stewart and Kat's got a Tom Stewart. And uh, there's a horse racing journalist at the Herald Sun called Matt Stewart. I was really hoping you were going to say there's a horse called Matt Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) That's the dream. (laughs) All right, our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. Well, I'll read out status updates by the four of you and have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. If you guess correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. So you can't buzz in from your own. Your names are your buzzers. Mm. First one is this one. Meditation and I don't get along, but my Uber driver letting us both sit in silence, that's relaxation. Matt. Get me a guided cassette tape of this. Yes, Matt. I feel like that's Rebecca Petraeus. You are, tr- you are correct. Thank yes, a point there for Matt. Yes. <laughs> didn't like it, though. You knew it, but you didn't like it. I remember, Matt. <laughs> What's with a, that? Just had a vo- well, I just had a vibe about you. I'm going to go back and like it right now. <laughs> I'm I'm the same. I very I get nervous about taking Ubers because I feel that I've got to perform. Otherwise, my rating will go down. That's what I feel, and yeah. I I worry about it so much. But then, the last few I've had, complete silence. Well, I think and it's I worn off now. I think yeah. the newness has oh, worn off. Like there's only so many times you can say, "How long have you been driving for Uber?" Yeah. And before they're like, "Stop asking me that fucking question." Yeah. I have got in taxis and been overly nice and forgotten why I was doing that. So I'm like, <laughs> Oh, how's your day? I'm like, no, you don't need to well, do it. I wonder how far that's going to spread. You'll just start being nice to everyone, nah. you know, day to day. And that's all because of Uber. Mm. Ooh. I, right. feel, I feel like if, if you ask maybe two questions in, in an Uber, that should be enough. Yeah. To get yeah. You. yeah. Fair rating. Like, how, where, where are you going? Why are you going where, so fast? <laughs> 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 and also that thing of how long do you have to wait before you can put your headphones back on? That's my thing. I always want to be listening to whatever podcast I've been listening to. It's funny. I very rarely put headphones on in the car, like very rarely. But last night, funnily enough, I got a car from the project. Um, I usually don't usually drive, but I had um, I'd flown in from uh, Sydney, but um, and I put my earphones on because I wanted to um, hear a um, <laughs> hear a song from the National. <laughs> I just found out they've done it like a new one. Game of, well, they got a Game of Thrones. Um, Album, which is, is different artists singing songs inspired by Game of Thrones. Are they all just and she died and he died. And she <laughs> he died, died. And he died. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> Come on, people died. <laughs> I'm only in episode one. Um, yeah, so uh, I did. It's weird. That, you know, did that last night. I felt rude, but I wanted to listen. To yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Our next question. I hope that somewhere out there, there's a drag queen called Geneva Convention. A uh, Pete. Yes, Pete. Cal. You are correct. That is a point there for Pete. And turns out there is. Turns oh, out there is. Oh, Good news. Great. Is there one called trans fats? <laughs> that would be a good one too. <laughs> I don't know that it would. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to have mine as Isla Fister, but no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. I think I overuse exclamation marks in tweets. In real life, I nearly never exclaim things. Cal. Yes, Cal. Is it Beck? No, that's Matt Pete. Stewart there. Oh. Oh. Point there for Matt. I really don't exclaim very much. But, <laughs> I, but I genuinely, emails and tweets and everything, it's all exclamation marks. I, I like that too. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Like, mind you, I, do, I sound like that in real life as well. I have to go through and remove some of the exclamations. Yes. I did, my wife had an intervention with me recently. She said, you really need to stop. <laughs> so many exclamation points. And I, she's completely right. I don't know why. 
I'm just trying to but get if, a burst of excitement. And it's, once you do it for a bit, if you take them out, all your messages seem real glum. What's yeah. not, is everything all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put question marks in there, real mix it up, just all questions. Yeah, oh, that's good. There we random go. quotation marks as well. It's quite good. Hope you are well. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. It seems every day a member of the government resigns and every day it's not Peter Dutton. How do we fix this? Beck. Yes, Beck. Pete? You are correct, yes. Beck. I mean, yes. Beck might be at a competitive yeah. advantage here. <laughs> <laughs> I we, feel like... Should we point this out? Yes. <laughs> that Beck has just actually left uh, her job as uh, taking care of the project's social media. So I feel like, Beck, if, if sports better running a book on today's result... <laughs> My money's on Beck. Yep, I feel like I have uh, a cheat sheet of four years of your tweets in my head. That's pretty good. What's that useful? Okay, I'm going to use that somehow. In this, this, this is when it's useful. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> but I agree, Pete. Pete Dutton, the worst. Mm. Uh, actually, not, not the worst. The, not a monster, according He's... to his wife. The mm. second worst, Scott Morrison, the worst, according to Josh Earl. Three point eight. Yes. <laughs> Next one. Stop trying to trick us. Otters are just wet ferrets. Pete. Yes, Pete. Yeah, Beck. You are correct. Yes, it was Beck. Yeah, I put Thank it you. Pete. I was like, is that me? Yeah. I was about otters. <laughs> no, I, I, was, I put it in. It sounded like Beck, but then I thought it's it, it, this like done a circle and then went back to yeah. Beck. So I was just trying to work out the psychology of it. Yeah. But I'm glad I, I saw Beck. an otter and I was like. That's a wet ferret. Also, yeah. it fell in. It fell in a pool and it can't get out. It's just whoa! It's making the best of things. It's yeah, and it's doing a good job. Was it the otter somewhere where an otter should be? Yes. Right. But I was like, no. <laughs> also, two exclamation marks in that tweet. There you go. Just yeah, I wanted to convey that they're lying to us. <laughs> I'd like you to keep accounting them. Yeah. But where where were they? Were they in the middle of the sentence? Uh, one after stop lying to us. And one at the very end oh, of the sentence. What a shame it's mm. not after oh, wet. Thought... <laughs> wet. <laughs> so sorry. I'll do it again. <laughs> okay. This is a bit of an act out. So me getting out of a taxi. Thanks, mate. Driver. I'm not an Uber. Me. Now out out of the passenger window. Haha, I hear you. Driver. I'm not an Uber. Me. Yep. A little confused. Driver. You need to pay me. Me. Oh shit, sorry. Matt. Who's that? Yes, Matt. Oh, Pete, how Yes, you, you're right there. Yes. I knew that one. Is that pinned? <laughs> that is pinned. <laughs> that one took off. I was, I was, oh. I was surprised at how. Yeah, that, it does happen a lot, though, when you're in a taxi for the first time in a long time. You go, oh, that's right. I've got to pay at the end of this. Like, yeah. it, it, yeah. the, the way I wrote it was the way exactly how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the window. I was going, yeah, mate. I mean, you're just, just making a polite little laugh. Yeah, I hear you, mate. I hear you. <laughs> Done that at, at restaurants as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Good on you. <laughs> we're not Uber Eats. We're a restaurant. <laughs> I love grand designs, but just once I wish it would end with Kevin McLeod, Chris Moyler going, it looks so promising all the way along, but this is an absolute shit show. Beck. <laughs> yes, Beck. Is it cow? You are yeah. correct, yes. yes. Just, oh, yeah. I just want them to be like, just the real, like, because the Kiwi presenter is really great as well, Chris Muller. And like, they're always, always like, oh, are you sure you want to do this? And everything at the end, they're like, well, you proved me wrong. It was amazing. But I just <laughs> wish they'd just walk back out the drive and go, what a fucking debacle. <laughs> what, what is the magic ingredient, do you think, to those shows? Because my wife loves to watch them and I'll sit down for a while thinking I'm only sitting down for five minutes and, and I'm, there. There, I'm there an hour later watching the Property Brothers because they're twins. It's because <laughs> yeah. people, you're watching people doing renovation that you don't have to do. So you get to the thrill and excitement of discovering there's asbestos in your bathroom without actually having to deal with asbestos <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in your bathroom. Yeah. And it's, you watch people fuck up. That's what I love. Yeah. And it's also it's great seeing delusional people on it as well. Yes. Okay, oh. who think what they've done looks great or they're expecting a, a certain price if it's mm. one of those ones yeah. where they sell the house and they're expecting that delusional about the amount you know that we're yeah. going to pay for it. Property Letter is brilliant. It's, a, it's one from the UK. It's a few years old. Sarah Beattie, amazing oh. presenter. And oh, my yeah. favourite one was they had this beautiful Art Deco house and then they spent like £20,000 uh, doing mirrored tiles in the understairs toilet. Like oh. it was like the least oh, the least beautiful. important room and they just spent all this money on this incredible bathroom. And you can see yourself from every angle while you're on the toilet, yeah. I guess. Oh, oh, oh. oh beautiful. 60-Minute <laughs> Makeover is my favourite because it's an old show. It's from the UK. And there'll be people who are genuinely in need of, like, a little bit of help, a little bit of niceness. And in 60 minutes they get all these people who are not trained in building <laughs> to come in 
and redo their home and there's just this guy who comes in and is like, yeah, and we're going to do it all red in this room for some reason. This room's got a soccer pitch. like, And it's all bad and, like, it's like they come in and they're always so chuffed at how... Like they've got bubbly wallpaper now, and like the cur- like the carpet's not. Oh, I love so is it all just neighbours and stuff that have pitched into? Yeah, help? they come in and everyone comes together to make this awful thing, and you're, <laughs> but they're also happy about it. I'm so conflicted. What was the one? What was the one where the neighbours would swap and do each other's room? Oh, what was that? Was it just called house swap? My, oh no, it was before house swap. It yep. was like like they'd they'd go on and take a room of yes. each other's neighbours. There was a brilliant one where they'd done a, a sand zen garden at the foot of the bed. <laughs> It's like, oh, you're just going to get sand in your dinner. <laughs> oh, the cat's going to shit. Imagine that. if they just oh. went in and went to the bedroom and just got rid of all the curtains. Went, yep, no curtains in this room. Uh, we're going to be over the fence now. Thanks, guys. Going to put magnifying glass on the window. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. Come on, let me do a Triple J like a version. Someone needs to do the right thing and perform an electronic version of the Bunnings Warehouse ad music. Pete. Yes, Pete. I'm going with Matt. No, that was Beck. Another yes. one there for Beck. I want to yeah. change my answer <laughs> to Beck. It, I want to do Bunnings Warehouse, a, an ad compilation. Like you'd have like Victory, Victory, Curtains and Blinds. Like oh, yeah, yeah. all these good yeah. jingles. I feel like they're just waiting to be made into a hit techno I, track. <laughs> hello, <right>. hello. <laughs> yes. Back in the day when we were doing Rove Live, we, I wrote some sketches where it was like myself and Ryan Shelton and with Hamish and Andy and Rove doing like being the Bunnings warehouse kind of people and we I think we shot it actually and I think Michelle Laurie was involved there and and it got they 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 took them off because um something from Bunnings I think they somebody sent them to Bunnings to kind of say hey, look what we're doing this is kind of fun and they cracked it and they were massive sponsors of the station we oh, wow. the show these Bunnings warehouse <laughs> just us being idiots like yeah. you know yeah. what I thought that'd be good for us. Oh, yeah. yeah I thought so. Look, we're in the zeitgeist. Yeah. yeah. Those ads, if you do one of those ads, you only get paid your wage for working at Bunnings. My cousin so, did uh, one, yeah. So do they work at the store? Yeah, they mm. do. They're real workers at the store and they only get paid their actual normal It makes wage. sense because they're certainly not actors. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why I'm surprised that they work at the store. <laughs> All right, next question. Today I put a dead mouse into a plastic bag and disposed of it into a bin with the use of a shovel, a plastic bag, and a hazmat suit. Cal. It was a big day for me. Yes, Cal. Uh, was it Matt Stewart? No, that was Pete Hellier there. Oh. It was a big day. It was that a is big a day. huge day. Not, I, not, not a fan of mice? I hate mice yeah. and rats. And um, we had an agreement with uh, my wife and I uh, that I would take care of spiders because I have no yep. particularly fear of spiders and she would take care of the rodents uh, and we haven't had too many issues over the years to be uh, thankfully but uh, there was one just on the back the cat had uh, just dumped it at the, the yep. side door there you go i got takeaway oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I left it there for a while my wife as you saw it because she saw it, she she nearly stepped on it as she walked out. So I spent the next half hour watching it on the security cameras. Her, like nearly stepped on a mouse. And that, that was very funny. We watched that together. And then I said, okay, it's your, you got to get rid of it now. And um, she goes, well, I'm, I'm, I'm making a meal. I'll do it when I'm, you know. She was giving me the vibe that yeah. maybe I should man up. So I, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I got a shovel. I got a, some gloves. Um, uh, yeah, I think it has matte suit. Yeah. But I had a, a big bag and I, I got rid of it. I felt like a man. I yeah. did. Um and um, well, I felt like a dad. Also, not a man. Like it's the kind of thing. My my dad wouldn't. My dad would just grab it in his hand yep. and like throw yeah. it out. So I went. To, but I, I mean, it was once actually when we were living uh, in a different place. We uh, there was a mouse in a bin in our garage, and I <laughs> I'd got home late. I think it was after a rope live, and I got home and Bridget said, "There's a mouse," and you know, I was like, "Well, that's your thing," and she said, "Why don't you just do it this time?" And I, I, I think I got confused. I thought uh, uh, this is not very probably animal friendly. <laughs> I, I thought that if um, if the if I if I sent down some disparate into the um, the bin, the mouse might OD. On the <laughs> so there was a tube of like glad wrap. And I didn't even want to take the bin out, so I just like basically put the, the dish, two dishes <laughs> down the tube and into the thing, and just waited a while, and then nothing. And I was like, "This is ridiculous! What am I doing?" <laughs> so I I took um, 
I, I took the, uh, the the bin down to the road, the roadside, <laughs> and um, I thought I'm just going to like throw it out. And I thought, but what if it just throw, like, runs up the thing and then jumps down on my, on my arm? And and look, 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 I have like a, I really hate them. Yeah. It's not just the, like I don't like them. I yeah, I, I despise them. Um, and I so I thought, what if it? So what I'm going to do? Okay, I'll just get the bin. I'll take the lid off quickly and I'll throw like a brick in there, <laughs> and hopefully take the brick takes the mouse yeah. out. And I, 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 I tried that. And unfortunately, because and, the and disparate, it, didn't, it, because <laughs> the disparate, it didn't have a headache either when the noise came. <laughs> it actually just head yeah. the brick. The way. And then I, it didn't work. So I decided this is ridiculous. So I, 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 I tipped the bin and there was like a little like enclave kind of down towards the road. And I kind of tipped the bin out, hoping the mouse would, would just like run out or whatever. And I'm not sure, what, I forget what even happened to the mouse. It probably just sprinted. I didn't even see it. But the brick rolled down and onto the road and a car nearly <laughs> hit the brick. So I once one car I gotta run out had to get the brick <laughs> so I nearly I nearly caused a fatality because I, I'm not man enough to pick up a bloody mouse. But that's a good way of uh, like stopping yourself thinking about a mouse is almost creating a car accident. Yeah. I got, That's kind of cool. It was a MacGyver bit in the bad way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never told that story and I, I, I'm, I'm slightly humiliated. <laughs> well, I'm glad it came up. Uh, our last question for the round. Just saw a duck for the first time. They're weird looking, kind of like a chicken with a platypus head. Beck? Yes, Beck. Matt? You are correct. Yes, it was Matt. Yes, I just feel like what? Where did you just first see a duck for the first time? Oh, that was that was for the for just for the joke there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like you maybe I don't know. You're not a parky boy. You don't go to parks. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't remember what what that was about. Really, okay. <laughs> I was confused because I was looking around thinking I'm pretty sure everyone here has seen a duck. <laughs> yeah. so I think it was just a uh, flipping the normal platypus as a yeah. Got a well, you know, it's a very good, very good bit, obviously. And you, can, you know that when you see comedy legends looking confused about it. And can I, um, big respect though, because you tweeted that during Comedy Festival. During Comedy Festival, Twitter is normally just, hey, my show, come to my show, come to my show, come to my show. So well done. On, uh, yeah, I'm I, getting show, a joke out. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking, I really got to put some non plug <laughs> tweets out. Okay, at the end of the round, the scores are Cow on zero points. Didn't get didn't get off the mark nothing, there. Nothing. Matt on three points. Pete on three points. In the lead on four points is Beck Petraitis. Yeah. All right, this round is called We Are Family. Now, in this podcast, if we learn nothing, we learn that a lot of us have weird families. And this round we get to meet one person's family in particular. And today we're meeting the Petraitis family. Oh, or in particular, Mr. Petraitis. No, Beck's dad. Now, Beck's dad had a unique technique in making sure his daughter always ate her breakfast. But what was it? Was it A, he would cut the toast into soldiers and give Beck a straw and a piece of bread. She would then shoot small bits of bread through the straw and every soldier she hit, she got to eat. That's A. B, her dad would just roll the bread up into a ball, almost like it was dough again, and feed it to her as he believed it would make Beck eat quicker. <coughs> or C, he would make what he called the Elvis and put Nutella, sprinkle Milo on top, then cut up banana and drizzle golden syrup over that. They never told Beck's mum about the Milo sprinkle because they thought she would disapprove. A, B, or C. You can ask her as many questions as you want. One of these is true. Mm. Floor is open. For context, his name is Bernard. Bernard. So that might and you know, he, change your thoughts. It worked, <laughs> oh, definitely Bernard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he worked, worked for CSIRO for a long time. Right? Yes, he, he still does. He still works for the CSIRO. Oh. And he looks mm. like he writes... Novels about dragons. You keep saying he writes fantasy <laughs> novels. He uh, he could. I Are you saying he, he looks like George Martin? He looks a bit like George Martin. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of music does he listen to? Triple J. Triple Exclusively J. Triple J. Yeah. yeah. What, was he like a disturbingly young father? Is he like 15 years older than No, he's an old man with... He looks like a fantasy novelist. So <laughs> he's a fantasy novelist listening to Triple J. Yeah. Um, um, how long would it take you to eat your breakfast after you'd sucked up all the bits in the straw and shot them at your other breakfast? Well, here's the thing. This was a good technique because my dad is is very science-focused and I think he maybe read about this in something, um, trying to, like, gamify eating food because I 
still don't eat breakfast. I don't I don't know why. I don't like breakfast. My breakfast, this is my breakfast. My breakfast is this Coke can I've been drinking <laughs> throughout the podcast. I was going to say, because there is some people believe in like the, the fasting for the first half of the day is meant yep. to be helped, but I don't think the Coke <laughs> no, <it's just> not <laughs> plays into that. Hey, it's got no sugar. It's, got, <laughs> it's, it's all chemicals. Squashed in there <laughs> yeah. as well. Smoosh in there. But uh, so I, I think he read about it. The good thing about that technique was that I was quite good at shooting the thing so I could kind of choose how many I wanted to eat. So I think he thought he was helping by making it a fun game, but what it actually did was it made it so I didn't have so to So you had to shoot much. the soldiers down. Yeah, you go. How, how were the soldiers standing up? Well, you'd prop it up with another soldier so they would sit like that. So you'd have like bread like that, bread like that, and you go, mm. yeah. Strong. And I did like the egg part. Because there was an egg involved because you could dip the soldiers. So you'd drown the soldiers after you've shot them. Yeah. You'd get yeah. Them. But I just, yeah, I, I think it was, I think he thought he was being very smart, but mm. I think I might have outsmarted him. Did right. your dad used to draw a face on the egg as well and then cut the head off? No, he's not a monster. Oh, my, my, my parents always did that. I just wow. remember it then, yeah. That's cute. It was cute because they would do a smiley face and they'd chop the head off and then spin it around and there'd be like a angry, ah, face oh. on the other side. I thought my mouse story was yeah. well. <laughs> Am I right, guys? <laughs> Um, um, So the ball of bread, did did that work in the end? Uh, Look, no. (laughs) Well, the thing is, I think I kind of get what what he was thinking when he did it, like squishing it to make it smaller because if you have a big bit of bread, that's going to take a while to eat. But if you have a ball of bread... You, well, it's much harder to eat a doughy ball of bread. Yeah, yeah, it's also not, it doesn't taste good. No, it's got dad hands all over yeah, it. Yeah, it definitely had dad hands. There was one point, like I was feeling quite ill going into school and I remember oh. this in my head and I think it's why I still don't like bread that much is that he did this. He was like, I was like, I'm not feeling well. He's like, you've got to eat something. I'm like, okay, fair enough. So he balled it up. And as I was eating it, I was like, this tastes like dad hand. <laughs> and I went into school and I vomited. And I have never done that before. And I think it was because of the ball of bread. I, I, I remember having balls, like balls of bread. <laughs> but you can't, like, you, you, oh. couldn't, you can't do it with toast, obviously. There has no, to no. I remember bread. doing it, like, out mm. of a Vienna loaf, like you put your hand inside and grab it from the inside. And yeah. then eat the crust in a circle mm. and eat the ball of bread. So but not under pressure from dad hands. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of pressure. Um, okay, so and the, the third one, the soldiers, mm. the ball of bread. And then Nutella, Milo, banana, golden syrup. I mean, that just sounds delightful. It does. <laughs> yes. And you're the biggest sweet tooth I know. Yes. So it makes some sense that that would have been bred into you early. And my dad is like a weird combo expert. Like he really likes things like he, he I remember him drinking milk and Ribena. Oh, which that would surely curdle, surely. I I think it just sort of makes like a big M, like a Frankston big M is what I called (laughs) it in my head because that's where I'm from. And I feel like it makes sense. And I feel like this is the equivalent of like a a fancy like, you know, like how you get crepes and things. Like I think it's like that but the Frankston version for me. (laughs) Oh, these Mm. all sound believable to me. They really do. Mm, Yeah. And your your lying is obviously very good, which is disturbing. It is disturbing. Do people know what they think they're going to lock in? Yes. Okay. What do you think, Kyle? I want it to be C badly. Kyle says C. Mm. The Elvis yeah. Matt. Um, yeah, I'm going to say C too, just because I know you you love. I mean, you're drinking Coke for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Pete. Well, and 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 Beck was basically the provider of all the chocolate in yes. the uh, Project Writers Room. You know that, Josh. So um, I'm going to go C as well. See, the correct answer was B. Ball of bread. Three points there. Ball of bread. That was the grossest one. (laughs) I asked my dad about it because I told Josh about this and then I messaged my dad. I was like, Dad, was that to make me eat it faster? He said, your memory's much better than mine. I don't remember, but assume it was because I like fresh bread like that because it's dough-like texture. (laughs) For you, it was probably to reduce volume to increase input. And I was like, oh, okay. So it was a very science-minded thing of like, Blup. There we go. Anyway, <laughs> I, I was I only just remembered it when Josh asked me for something, and I was like, I wonder why that happened <laughs> in my life. Regularly, or was it a special? Yes, one? regularly. Because wow. I think it was when hurry up, get out. We had to go on trains. <laughs> we were an hour away from my. So school. vomiting in school was real. Yes. Oh no! Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> I also want listeners of this podcast to show me their pictures of their Elvis, the Nutella, I Milo. Mean, I'm going to have it after this. Syrup. 
That's why I'm the syrup spoils it, I think. I yeah. think it's gilding the lily. Maybe honey then instead. Mm. I don't know. Mm. At the end of the round, the score's up. Cow still on zero points. Amazing. Matt on three points. Pete on three points. But now in the lead on seven points. It's back. Yes. But for lying. I don't oh, we didn't clap that time. <laughs> 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 Okay. We're like, oh, great. <laughs> right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. Now, in this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. A point if you guess correctly. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So, the first one, to Beck. Now, when Pete was in prep, he had an accident and wet himself. Being smart, though, he pretended to spill orange juice all over himself and he 100% got away with it. You can, ask, you can ask him questions. Why did you have orange juice on you at the time? Was it just you had it in like a... Well, we're, having, uh, we're having lunch and um, had my lunch order. Very lucky. Oh. Very, was, had, very happy an day. It turned very bad, yeah. very sad. Was it a Prima? Was it a bottle? It was a, uh, it was a Prima. Yeah. Was, yeah. See, that feels like... I don't know... Like I respect you, and I feel like you wouldn't waste a prima. You like you are like me, and you wouldn't do that. But I don't know. Oh. Overtaking the heat of everyone knowing you wet your pants, though. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say yeah. You are correct. Yes, it was. Yeah, point so there. Did you squirt, squirt it on top. So yeah, so we were sitting down in like between the classes before you we went out. Like we just kind of sat down this on the floor on this cold hard floor. <laughs> and the, the lunch orders were coming. I had my jumper like pulled over. Oh. And I got my lunch order, and I was like, I was like, literally surrounded like by every member oh. of the year level the prep class. So, and I remember getting the um the orange just going, hang on, <laughs> and I just like squeezed it into my into my groin. I was like, oh miss, I ch- oh I spilled the orange juice, and everyone's like, oh, why does it smell like? Wind? Yeah. <laughs> How did you even, because it's like a little straw into it, you would have really had to have squeezed it out. Oh, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I just avoided eye contact with everybody yeah. and just squeezed it, squeezed it, and then, yeah. My school had, if you wet yourself, had special pants. Oh, so our yeah. uniform was gold and blue. That was our uniform. The pants were mustard pants. There was no hiding. Instead of getting oh, actual pants oh, with the uniform, they got, no, these are the mustard Shame pants. pants. <laughs> this means that this kid pissed themselves or shat themselves. <laughs> That's so cruel. Must have yeah. made sense for that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Covers both colours. And I, I, well, I remember our teacher saying, oh, well, it'll dry. Yeah. Uh, and then and me going to the sand pit oh, and just being in the sand by myself and thinking if I get, like, if I mush sand into my into my oh, groin, yeah. that'll make it better. And it just made me have a sandy, wet <laughs> yeah. groin. So. I remember we also used to burn your legs as well when you wet your pants. I had that burn. Still no? does. Okay. <laughs> you need to drink more water. <laughs> All right, now to Pete. When Matt was a child and his family had a roast dinner, at the end of the dinner, Matt would be given the bone to chew on under the condition he would have to go outside in the backyard and chew it out there. Of course, Matt did it every time. Amazing. Well, you are very furry. <laughs> does sound, like sound like you would treat like the, the family dog. <laughs> um, so you like, you like, it was roast, like a roast, what's your favourite roast? Was it a? Uh, it was probably pork back then or uh, beef, but, you know, we we had every month. It was, might have been a new one. So. <laughs> yeah, we lived all right out in Moorabbin. <laughs> okay. Well, if it's pork, though, would there be? I'm trying to think what the bone structures are. Of, I'm picture. I think it was probably more likely beef. More likely beef now. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and like, how often would you have a roast? Like a week, uh, once a week? A bit, no, a bit, I think it would have been more like a monthly thing. My parents are teachers, you know, modest, uh, <laughs> modest upbringing. Um, your, your gravy on your, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. gravy. Now we just get, were you just getting the meat off it, or you cracking it and sucking the marrow out as well? I don't think I would have even known that that was a possibility. But if I did, I reckon I would have got involved in that as well. Were but you? yeah, I was just chewing the. The last little bits off there. Was it the big bone? The like big bone. Big yeah. Your teeth. Show us your teeth. Okay. <laughs> he's got That's teeth. To the podcast. listener, he's got yeah. teeth. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I. I'm gonna say nah. You are incorrect. It was true. He oh. really did that. Oh. What? 
Amazing. Yeah. We, but, call, we call that bone the turnabout bone, which I thought was like the official technical term for the bone, but it's just it came from my grandmother giving the kids turnabout with the bone. I love I love words that people just assume are real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day like, oh, we don't all call it. <laughs> so how long would you be out in the backyard? Like? I'd be out there for five to ten. And there's a window, so I'm still looking at everyone eating at the table. Oh, it wasn't even at the end of the di- minute. It was dinner. towards the end of the dinner. Yeah. And I, I was keen on it. I'm like, is it is it time yet? So everyone... <laughs> Did they give you a bowl of water as well? <laughs> how messy an eater are you that you... Can't yeah, do it at not, the table. I'm not sure why. Yeah. When you say it like that, yeah. it, <laughs> maybe it was a wake-up call that I didn't really get. Is that why you're vegetarian now? Uh, I don't, no, I don't think so. Okay. No, I, I, still, miss, I still miss eating it off the bone. When you, when you were looking back at your family through the window as you gnawed <laughs> at the bone outside, were they laughing at you? <laughs> I assume they were telling a good anecdote or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, to Matt. Now, Cal recently sent her son to school on what she thought was Book Week Day, dressed as the Sorting Hat from Harry Potter. Oh. Only when they got to school did they realise it was not Book Week Day. Oh, no. Cal didn't have the heart to make him go to school in fancy dress, so he went with Cal to the function that she was hosting that morning, <laughs> where he sat in the corner dressed as a hat. <laughs> yeah or no? Nah? Oh, it's one of those ones that I really hope is. Oh, do I hope it's true? <laughs> Sure, your son would have enjoyed that day off, <laughs> but that is pretty great. Look, uh, I Chris has got more of a handle on schedules than I do because <laughs> I'm away a lot, and so I just got the weeks mixed up. And I was excited that he wanted to be the sorting cat because initially he wanted to go as a marmalade sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I said to him, "What book is a marmalade sandwich in?" He was Paddington like, "I'm Bear. sure Hermione's eat one." Eat one. <laughs> but yeah, and then and then he was like, "No, I want to go as a sorting hat because we're reading Harry Potter." Great. That's oh, and and who put together the costume? I did. Right, so you made a hat. Yeah. Oh, you. I mean, yeah. hats exist already. I guess. Yeah, yeah. They but put a mouth in it. Cardboard, and then it was kind of like a, it was like a big cone shape with then like a face cut out for his face, and then so uh, spray paint over cardboard, and a bit of hessian. I think I got some to like to kind of scrunch up the face to how, make it look real. Like how, how long ago was this? This is uh, the beginning of the year. Yeah. Right. I mean, it sounds very good. Well, there's a whole thing when you do book week as yeah. a parent. Like, there's a lot of pressure to do mm. a good costume. Right. Oh, it's yeah. w- w- amongst parents. Yeah, totally. I mean, he wanted to be a Minecraft zombie as well for last okay. year, which was annoying because that was just a cardboard box painted green. Do you? Yeah. So there's no rules about it being involved with a book. It's just well, it's basically Halloween now. There's Minecraft books. Yeah, you oh, can do okay. that. There's, That's a, there's, what, a, yeah. there's always a way in. Right. Okay. Diary of a basically, zombie. you can almost justify mm. most things. Because there's books Did, on almost everything. Yeah. Would you have considered dressing him as Frankie the Fish? <laughs> Frankie, Frankie Fish. Frankie, <laughs> Frankie's not a fish. His name is Frankie Fish. Uh, obviously, Matt hasn't, Matt hasn't read the books. He, he just knows of the books. I book. thought it was also, about a mafia. A mafia. I'm Frankie the Fish. <laughs> don't worry, Pete. I wish it was now. Don't worry, Pete, because you're not the only children's author in the room. Cal also well, has a book as well. This is very interesting. And this is this is interesting. And, I, and perhaps it's it's telling, Matt. I don't, I don't know. But being an, a, a, an author, and I know Cal's been working hard on that book for a, a long time, I wonder how she could... Book week, so wrong. <laughs> book week's in August. <laughs> oh, this is very handy. But, but this is the first year that Digby School has done book week. Okay. Like, Some schools do do it, I believe, yeah. at different times of the year. Yeah, yeah mm. our school that I send my son to does it early in the year and they do yeah. it as a fundraiser for the school. What is oh, that's this? Kind of cool. yes. See, I was a bit disappointed because it came before my book was actually out. So otherwise, I would have just sent him as um, George the Fish, who is the <laughs> <laughs> that's good promo. Uh, yeah. Dressing all your kids yeah. in characters. <laughs> that's, that's great. My, 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 my son seen... went as one of my characters in, in one year. Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty that's cool. cool. And have you noticed other kids? When Granddad the Fish, he went Granddad. Has any other kids done it? Uh, yeah, I, I get I get uh, um, uh, photos sent each each book week for uh, kids who have dressed up as Frankie. As, as an author, how is my um, phrasing? Has any other kids done that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would go in the first draft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. be a red line under that. <laughs> I'm gonna say, oh, I want to say, nah. You are correct. Yes, nah. point there for me. It was a really good lie, but yeah. I I thought 
I think Pete did it over the years. Pete did, yeah. but to be honest. So, uh, I'm sorry, but I, I, and I, I kind of, I, what you said initially was you want it to be true, but then you kind of thought, oh, hang on, it's not <laughs> not great for Digby if it, if it is true. But there was one truth in that. He did want to go as a marmalade sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then as he went, mine, he went as a Minecraft zombie. Ah, so, cool. Yeah. All right. That's, a, yes. that's quite a big gap between those two, a sandwich to a zombie. Yeah, but like I say, it's just a cut. It was just a. It was the kitty litter box yeah. painted <laughs> green some... with some eye holes cut. In. And that was it. I'll show you a photo. It's pretty good. Actually. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So to cow now. Mm. When Beck was a child, she had a pet lizard that one day escaped. Beck was worried that she would get in trouble with her parents, so she went and found a lizard-sized stick, painted it to resemble a lizard, and put it in the tank that she kept the lizard in. Her parents never knew, and six months later, Beck had a funeral for her stick to cover her tracks. <laughs> oh, God. Based on what we know about your family so far, they mm. feed you balls of dough. <laughs> <laughs> your dad is a man of science but has little time for worldly pursuits like breakfast. Um, I don't see six months. I reckon, I don't think, how old were you? I was like I think nine, nine, ten. I don't reckon a nine-year-old would be able to keep up the pretense of a stick wow. for six months. And would your mum go, how come when we're doing the grocery shopping we're not getting gecko food anymore? Well, that's the thing. I, w- I was putting it in there and then taking it out because I had to keep up this lot. Six months was my limit of how much I could lie to my parents. Because See, having owned a nine-year-old, yep. which I do at the moment, uh, they <laughs> cannot keep things straight for long. <laughs> I was... Uh, a big nerd. <laughs> so lizard, I had time. What, was your, what was your lizard called? Uh, my lizard was called Lizzie, and it was a blue tongue, and it was in like one of those nice, expensive tanks too. Um, How big was the stick? Because <laughs> blue tongues are quite big. The thing is, I just sort of moved it around and put like it. It had the stick had a thing that looked like a tail, and Lizzie lost her tail at one point. I in can't a, remember in why. In a knife fight. <laughs> yeah, just like, <laughs> And it had sort of like a little nib, Lizzie's tail, and I found a stick that looked like the tail, so I just sort of shifted around. It had little hides so you could see the stick point, right. poking and out. And how, the... how did Lizzie get out? Well, Lizzie, the doors sort of opened this way and it had like you could... Like what? in a tank. Yeah, yeah. It's like it was a big a tank fancy with tank. Doors. Yeah, yeah, it had like doors on French front. French doors. Yeah, it had French doors <laughs> with a lock, and I left them open. And it, he that was your the, mistake, I yeah, reckon. Yeah, got out, and it was outside. Cal, so. I know. I got a little inside info. Beck's got a tattoo of all her dead animals. Oh, can we see? Yeah, because she's winning by so far. I feel yeah. like. Do you want pr- you want proof on my skin? Yeah. This is, like, yeah. Um, this is taking a turn that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> How many dead animals have you? <laughs> How many have I took? You need one they... with all your mice on you. <laughs> oh, that's gorgeous. There we go. There is a lizard. I've confirmed. Look, yes. that's oh. a blue tongue lizard. To the listener, there is a lizard. Yes. And these are all, yeah. This is kind of, it's, <laughs> if, yeah. I, I, I killed them with my love. Did you own this horse as well? Or is it no, a separate? This is actually. A horse wearing a tweed jacket. <laughs> There's a horse it's wearing far, a tweed jacket. Uh, this is a horse that exists on the internet. A business and, horse. And she's, uh, she's looking to buy it and then kill yes. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Put them all. Oh, it's very creepy. Yeah. Lizard. Lizard. And I got four dogs and a guinea pig. What's this? I've murdered them with my love. Which So, which is the lie? Which part is the lie that it escaped from the tank and was played by a stick, or mm. that you had a pet lizard? Because I feel you, could, you might have had another lizard that was very home based <laughs> and not escapey. What do you think? Oh, yeah or nah? For this story, what do you the think? The French doors on the tank have really thrown me, so I'm going to say nah. <laughs> you are correct. Yes, oh, it was uh, nah. Point there for Cal. Dang. But also, I did. Of, you are a good liar. That, or at least yeah. you give a lot of details. That lizard, well, the thing is that was two different lizard stories. I've had been, uh, yeah, that lizard is Dumbledore on my arm. Dumbledore did have a French door thing. I, I, I need to see photos of French doors and tanks. Yeah, they're real. It's a, it was a really expensive tank. And then, um, yeah, I came home one day. The problem with lizards is when they die, you, it's you hard don't to not. Well, it's hard to tell because you have a. I had to. The thing I told Josh was that I had to drive an hour with my lizard in the car to make sure it was dead, which <laughs> is such a depressing thing to do. And then when, <laughs> when I when they fe- when I found out. Um, the the vet the vet came in and he could see I was quite upset and he went, 
are you Dumbledore's mum? And I was like, <laughs> and that immediately made me feel quite good again. I was like, yes. okay now. Yes. yes, it is me, the lizard mother. Hello. I am Mumbledore. <laughs> but I also had a, a lizard called Lizzie who didn't get away. Um, someone, we had a garage sale and someone took her. Oh. And, I, and sometimes I'm like, I like I'm like I'd stand up for Frankston and I'm like Frankston is a good place and then I remember that story I'm like no oh, that wasn't so good. Crawl onto like the for sale table the Maybe. trestle table and then once it's under the thought, table yeah. Well look it was out there and they meet. I mean, it's a weird thing to pick. Anyway, yeah. doesn't matter. But is it? Mm. Do you think maybe it's the equivalent of um, he's gone to live on the farm? Like, oh, Lizzie went in the garage sale. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'm gonna message my dad again because <laughs> I I realised when I was like eight or nine we had a cat and it just ran. My parents told us it ran away. And then when I was an adult, I went, oh, it didn't run away. Yeah. It got killed. And then I asked mum mm. not that long ago. I said, oh, stripes. What happened? And she goes, no. It, she literally just ran away. Oh, I don't know where yeah. it went. So She's still keeping up the line. Maybe she is, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was doing a bit about it in my show this year about what you tell your kids when their pet dies, and a woman said that she had accidentally run over the family cat and she told the children that had run away to find a boyfriend. <gasps> and I was like, oh, so you killed it and slut-shamed it. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that round, the scores are Cal on one point. Woo! Off the mark, yeah, yes. Pete's still on three points. Matt now on five points and still in the lead on eight points is back. Yes. But still anyone's game because this final round is called Hoo 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 Hoo. In this round, I'll read out a bunch of questions about all of you. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzer. You get a point if you get it right. Point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. Can't buzz in for your own ones. Here's the first one. Who was recently followed on Twitter by Baby John Burgess? Beck. Yes, Beck. No, that was Matt Stewart. Oh. Matt Stewart was one of, one of the yeah. great moments. Oh. He, he was seen uh, in the foyer of uh, Channel Ten yesterday, sitting patiently. I'm not sure. Was he? Oh, pitching. Yeah. I'm not sure. Catchphrase is coming back. Have you followed him on Twitter? Um, I'm not sure if I do actually. But he really makes Fridays brighter now. <laughs> what, does, what does he do? Every week he does a, a like a long-winded sort of you know as long-winded as you could do a joke in Twitter, and then has a, a TGIF, and then there's. Hundreds of people replying, TGIF, baby John. It's, it's the best. You're the king, baby John. It's so fun. Oh. He's like, it's all, and it's all like real good hearted, just like, you know, yeah. fun. It's a, it's a real nice part of the internet now. Baby John Burgess' Twitter. <laughs> Congratulations on the follow. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, well done. Next question. Who was at the same Tim Minchin gig as their partner three months before they met their partner and knows this because Tim bagged out their partner's dress sense? Uh, Cal. Yes, Cal. Beck. You are correct. Yes, it was. Yes. He Evan had a does bad have shirt. bad He has bad shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you? Mate, that should have been obvious. You know Evan's I know, bad yeah. Shirts. Now that I know, I, yeah, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> oh, no. What was he wearing? Uh, he was wearing a, I remember because it was, I think he said, Tim Minchin was like, oh, it's fancy flannelette because he had a flannelette shirt on with like those bad patterns, you know, those patterns yeah. that they'd print oh, on yeah, of like, like the embroidery, kind yeah, the embroidery of, yeah. thing. And it, it was, it was, uh, yep. How did you find out? Like when was the moment that you realised? Oh, but I think we were talking about it like a few weeks after we met and we were like, we just worked out the same date. I'm like, that was you because he was wearing the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't have that shirt anymore. It's okay, everyone. <laughs> Yeah, actually, his fashion's real good now. Yeah, it's got I want that on the record. <laughs> well, as you were saying that he has bad shirts, I just remember like the other week he commented, he goes, I like that shirt, Josh. And I'm like, oh, no, you guys think he's got bad taste. I like his taste. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay, who was recognised in the hospital, not from being famous or anything, but by being in the hospital a week earlier when their abscess exploded pus everywhere? Oh, God. Matt. Okay. Yes, Matt. Cal? Yes, you're correct, yes. Yes. Yes, Matt. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm my cat, but my hand. This is a few oh. years ago in it caused an abscess in my hand and so I had to have it drained and then the second time I went in as we're going down that corridor and I'm in my like paper serviette on the trolley and the male nurse is going oh I'm so excited you're back oh man I was so disappointed to miss out on you and I thought he must have like seen Skit House or something because that's what we were working on at the time and then he goes apparently your hand exploded everywhere (laughs) (laughs) did you you didn't get in between and say oh thanks I'm glad you've been watching or something you didn't say anything embarrassing between no I was too busy being mortified that someone had recognised me while I was wearing a paper sheet right (laughs) (laughs) All right. next question who had a member of one of their favourite bands make them tell them a joke and this person clearly didn't find it funny? Who told a joke in front of their favourite band? 
Um, Matt. Yes, Matt. Is it Beck? No, that was Cal again. I'm like, this sounds like something I would have done. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was you too, Matt. Your favourite band. Oh, so they might be Giants, who I love. Oh, wow. And I'd been to their gig the night before, and then I was flying really early the next morning to go to Darwin for a festival or something. And so I saw them, and I I had this thing of like, I'm never going to miss out on the opportunity to tell someone that they're great. And so I went up to them, it was like 7.30, and I was like, I'm really sorry, this is very early in the morning for this, but uh, I saw you gig last night, it was amazing, and they were like, oh great, what are you, what are you doing? I was like, I'm off to Darwin, and they are like, why? And I went, and this is what I said, a phrase that I've never uttered in my life before, <laughs> I said, I'm a working comedian. <laughs> why would I say that? A working comedian. Hello, I'm a wor- and, they, and everybody in the band registered that it was a really shit thing to say, and they were all kind of like hiding smiles, and then one of the Johns goes, have you got a joke that I can tell on stage? So I told him a joke, and he's like, yeah, I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> oh, so, oh no. Good times, good times. Do you remember the joke? I think it was probably one that's a visual that is right. uses on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, okay. but yeah, that doesn't sound like they dealt with that very nicely. No, yeah. but the the coda to it was that I tweeted them and went, "Oh my god, I just called myself a working comedian. I've never, I've never said that before." And one of them tweeted back, "As employed musicians, we understand." <laughs> oh. <laughs> also, their name is short for they might be giant assholes. So <laughs> <it's>, uh... <laughs> All right, who here's old boss was VFL legend Francis Burke. Beck. Uh, yes, mm. Beck. Well, now I know it's not Pete. It's not right. Matt. Yes, it was. Yes, <laughs> right. I was going to guess Pete. <laughs> <laughs> what was the so, job? Just very briefly, I was working at a news agency, news agency and post office. You know, pretty big deal. Were, and, uh, were you a paper boy? Is that what it was? No, I was, I was behind the counter, Josh. Sorry. I was, I was, you know, working my way through university at the time. So <laughs> Which beyond, suburb? I was a paper boy at one point in uh, Bentley. That feels right. And, <laughs> don't know, and you're not lying. And the yes, boss, this rounds on true or false. <laughs> the boss had I'm to trying to look for the cracks in his story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, this is my my big claim to fame. Baby John Burgess, Francis Burke, <laughs> and so close to fame. Um, and he, yeah, he filled in for like two weeks. It was real surreal. It's just like him. It was real quiet. But he's like, he's in the AFL team of the century. Oh, he's a legend. Won five yeah. premierships. He's like, would be one of the all-time greats. So he played for Richmond, right? That yeah, the, that's yeah. right. Was he wandering around in like little shorts and a <laughs> jersey? Yeah, like, running, oh, bouncing down oh, the wing. Oh, this old thing. Yeah. Did, did you talk to him about football? I did, but he was so um, polite and borderline shy about yeah. it, you know, which is, yeah, weird. And I guess that's why you, you don't hear, like, he's never in the media or anything. No. But he, he should be, I guess, if he wanted to be. <laughs> he's, really, yeah. he's really shy. He doesn't like talking about putting, but he should be in the media. I mean, he's got into the media in a way. He sells newspapers. <laughs> oh. right, next question Who broke their nose on a water slide? Cal. Yes, Cal. Matt. No, that was Pete Hellion. Oh, well done, Pete. Oh, well done. That, is, man, you know, that could have been. <laughs> what happened? I, I just put a little late yeah. in there to yeah, make it sound like it could have been me. It could have got me. Yeah. Oh, so what, what happened? I was uh, in uh, Marimbula. Oh. Um, What's that, Magic Mountain? Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain. Right, the, black the, hole. Twister? Oh, the black hole. Of, uh, Went down the black hole and just got kind of flipped and... And like smashed oh. my face into the um into oh. the into the oh. water slide, like face first, and then uh and and like my teeth um, oh. got smashed. And I remember my, my mate was ahead of me. He went down first, and he got down to the bottom of the pool, and he turned around like, "Oh my god, that was awesome!" And then I, I just had blood all over my face. Oh. And I, just, I still remember seeing his face. He was like, "Shit, what happened <laughs> to you?" And I um yeah, so off to the dentist. And um, how old were you? I would have been about. Nine or ten? Wow. Your nose recovered well. I can't see any. I reckon that's why Cal guessed me. It's because i got a big yeah. lump in my nose. Totally looked at your You're nose right. and went, your nose is plausible. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is, that from, a... is that from being broken? Yeah, from a Thank jack God. in the pack <laughs> yeah. on the high school oval. Just got an elbow and I, I didn't do anything about it. So it's healed real lumpy. <laughs> yeah. you, you obviously saw a professional. Well, I, I, it's, it's funny. I, I, yeah, I had... You know, I got, a, I got, a, I had an operation on it, but I've never actually thought about it. But it probably has come up all right, to be honest. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's spreading with me now. Just, um... My sister got a lifetime ban from Magic Mountain from uh, riding one of the go karts off the track. In all offence, <laughs> did she do it on purpose or? I guess so. I don't okay. Know. Oh, either well, incompetence or on purpose. It'd be a weird thing to do on purpose, right? Yeah, but it's a weird thing to ban someone for an accident. You're that's banned true. for life. Yeah, well, like... she probably did it on purpose yeah. then. I trust the you know the authorities there. At Magic Man. <laughs> I also remember playing uh, putt putt 
at Marimbula and I won a T-shirt. It was a black T-shirt with a uh, Mr. T transfer on it saying, Mr. T loves Marimbula. (laughs) I'm not sure if he does. I'm not sure if it's based on any kind of visit or truth. So I posted a photo the other day of me at four years old in a Mr. T T-shirt. Like, I remember the T-shirt because it had shoulder pads in it and it was a Toyota brand. So Mr. T must have just sold his image to everyone. Mr. T loves Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a Toyota brand T-shirt that had shoulder pads and gold chains on the actual T-shirt, like built into oh, it. Oh, yeah. Did it say like, yeah, Mr. T, the T stands for Toyota. Yeah, it must Reveal. have been. On the Twist. back it said Toyota, yeah. That's phenomenal. Oh, I love yeah. that. Send Where us in it? all your Mr. T T-shirts, <laughs> yeah. please. All right, next question. Who used to dress up as an anime cat and go to conventions? Pete. Hell. Uh, I heard Pete first. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Beck? Yes, you were right. It's too obvious. It was. It was so obvious. Yeah. As I said Beck, I said maybe it's not Beck. No, <laughs> definitely. Imagine if it was Matt. What a twist. <laughs> uh, just getting his way through uni, just uh, paying his yeah, way. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that there was anything untoward about dressing as a cat, but the, in the anime community it can be... A sexual thing, oh, as but a, as like a, a furry. furry. Yeah. But I was just interested in making a, constructing a cat head. You like just I was quite the craft of. I like dressing hot up gluing as a cat. things. <laughs> I was just enjoying hot gluing things to things, and then I went there, and then there were people who were also dressed as cats, going like, "Hello!" And I'm like, "Oh, oh no!" So how so old were you? Sorry. Oh, too old to, to <laughs> say the exact age. <laughs> I want to say, but old enough that no one was doing anything illegal by saying hello. How are no, you? No, yeah, no, no. I. Uh, I was old enough to know better <laughs> as a big cat, which I then made it into a dog. You're an adult suit. cat. I was an adult cat, yeah. Yeah, right. I was already on community radio. I think there's video of me on Channel 31 as a big cat. So there's no way to be like a, a, a non-sexual furry. If you if you dress up as an animal, you want to... There is, but I think it, it's so prevalent that you kind of have to specify, I guess. I don't know, to tell you the truth. And cats I'm not in sure. particular? Uh, no, all just all any of them. Not animal. All of the animals. You can't dress up as an animal, like footy, <laughs> footy mascots. Oh my god! <laughs> like the Geelong cat's got a cat walk around the boundary line. The, the cash cow has such yeah. a different meaning. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's got so much cash. It makes a lot of sense. But in all seriousness, it's fine. Look, people, let's not. We're yuck not going to no, yuck no, anyone's yum. yum. No, it's fine. It's just that I was not aware, and I just thought I was being a cat. But I did. I did. Realised my own prejudice against furries when I was watching the gay and lesbian Mardi Gras and then the furry float came on and even I went, oh, no. And then I went, no, 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 I'm going to be accepting of all kinds. If that's what you're into, that's what you're into. All species. Where did you get the term you're not going to yuck your yum? I've never heard that before. I've never heard that. No. I that's... almost said the same thing and I yeah. have no idea. Is that a project that. term, is it? No, I've never heard that. If they've been saying that, you've been saying it behind my back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's from. I'm not going to yuck your yum. It comes from Mr. T doing a toy Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm not going to yuck your yum. I pity the fool <laughs> who yucked your yum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and oh, second last question: Whose related searches on Google are this person's name followed by eyes? Pete. Yes, Pete. Matt. No, that was you, Pete. <gasps> Pete Hillier eyes comes up in the top oh, eight. Eyes search. is in uh, eyes in our as heads. In eyes, yes, yeah. because because I, I have a thing called blepharitis, which is, means my eyes can get quite irritated oh, and red. I thought it was because you've got dreamy eyes. <laughs> no, I think no. Well. I, I'm not aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> you got some competition what in there. Yeah, get a adjust. room this um, side of the room. But <laughs> I, so there, there have been periods in particular. I, I'm on, I'm on top of it more than I used to be before I found out that I had it. And Beck will probably know, like the amount of comments people are coming. Oh, what's Pete been smoking bongs again? Oh, <laughs> and um, yeah, so that's that's yeah, that's. Um, and obviously you ha- you have been, but <laughs> I, I have. you've also got an eye condition. I have, I have an excuse now to. Yeah. So I want to hear more about the eye condition. Is it something you've had all your life, or? Well, I only found out about it when I was working on the project after a couple of years. We just could not get like there were just times when my eyes were looking red, uh, you know, having the makeup put on, and sometimes it wasn't, and sometimes it was, you know, and. So I've finally, I should have gone and saw an uh, eye doctor earlier and they said, oh, yeah, you got blepharitis, so you can't really do much about it, but you can, huh. like, you know, there's some stuff, foam kind of stuff you can use in the shower and um, get the right drops, that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's not, it's not okay. This has never been a problem on any of the other TV shows? No, it might be something I developed as I, I, I got older. And I think the project, as opposed to some of the other shows I work on, is every day. Um yeah. So the makeup can just irritate it a bit. Right. Uh, I, was, I considered not wearing 
makeup, but I don't think anybody wins. Um, <laughs> did, you also can you did a, we, a week of those glasses with the eyes built on the front of them as well. Like yeah, yeah that, that was... and they actually had some amazing results. <laughs> uh, cleared it right up, but I lost the glasses, so I don't want to spend another three bucks. On and our last question for the game: Who broke their collarbone when they fell off their bike, but because they fell off in front of a cool cafe, got back up, <laughs> rode off, only to fall off again a hundred meters down the road Pe- when Pe- the pain got too much? Yeah, I heard Pete. Yes, Pete. Matt. No, that was Cal Wilson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I thought from the abscess chat earlier, I was like, this yeah. feels like. and that, But that's cool. <laughs> it was, wasn't at the time. I, just, I got my bike tyres caught on a tram track and just Ooh. flipped over my handlebars oh, and then yeah. smashed my shoulder on the footpath. But there were like 30 oh. people sitting there. I was like, oh, how embarrassing. So I got back on my bike and rode off. And then 100 metres later, the pain caught up with me and fell off again. Oh. Did they know you were Kel Wilson? Was this pre Kel Wilson? This or was with, this... uh, they know you from the abscess. <laughs> <laughs> it's pre abscess. It's pre abscess fame. Um, I was about 25. I was working in Christchurch. So people that had come to our improv show would have known who I was. And the cafe was right next to the oh, theatre. She never stops improvising. I've heard that the collarbone's the only bone that heals stronger, though. Is that true? Uh, Do you know? Would you know such a thing? Uh, I had a lump on it. It healed. Also, healed like um twisted. So I had this massive lump because when you break a bone, it calcifies. So I had this big lump, um, which was not a. There's no sentence. <laughs> Sorry, it's just also Matt loves bones, so he's like he yeah. wants to go. Nor on your collarbone outside. Go, do it outside. I've never felt game to do a handstand ever again, though. Right. But you know, who does this? Who does this post twenty five? <laughs> At the end of the game, the scores are Cal Wilson on one point. You got Woo! one point. Peter Hellier on two points. Oh, wow. Matt Stewart on five points. But our winner on eight points is Rebecca Betraders. Yes. yes. I don't know why I called you Rebecca at the end there. Beck, I felt felt at home. It's like I'm back with my family. (laughs) Eating balls of bread. Balls of dough, (laughs) mourning all my dead pets. Eat the ball, Rebecca. (laughs) Because you win, Beck, you get to plug whatever you want to plug first. You got some podcasts? Oh, yeah. Listen to Kentucky Fried Chatting. It's a podcast I do with Xavier Michaelides and um, Pete Jones, and we, uh, we ate all of the Kentucky Fried Chicken menu. You can binge it all now. Don't eat along with us, you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe. Uh, so it, well, every time you sit down, you eat the entire menu? No, one, one, one item, item from the menu. One item. <laughs> one okay. item. I was going to say. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. Don't. No, it's not no, worth, no don't, yeah. don't make that podcast either. Yeah. Don't make a spinoff. But, yeah, uh, we, we ate every single item on the KFC menu. We reviewed all of them. You can listen to it all now, and we're going to come back soon with a new podcast. Did you also eat the moist towelette as well? Yeah, we licked the moist yeah. towelette. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. It, it tastes like what Mountain Dew smells like. <laughs> we really went in deep, guys. <laughs> it's not good. Cal, where can people see or hear or read what you've got? Um, I've got a kid's book out called George and the Great Bum Stampede. Uh, the next one coming out in August, which is called George and the Great Brain Swappery. Well, right in time for book week. Right in time. But Digby will be going as a sorting hat. <laughs> um, and if this goes out uh, bef- in moments, you yep. can see me in Sydney on the 4th and 5th or in Perth the next week. Awesome. Matt? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be in Sydney for the Comedy Festival 16th, some time around then for three nights uh, at at a venue, I should know. You're, you're really nailing this. <laughs> yeah. Follow, follow Matt on Twitter or Instagram. On Twitter, yeah. Or my website's got details, mattstewartcomedy.com slash gigs. Just uh, type Matt Stewart into Google and it'll, it'll come up. It'll be obvious some, which one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get some, uh, some pretty shoddy horse racing tips. <laughs> uh, and I do a couple of podcasts uh, on this same network. One's called Do Go On and it's about a different topic each week. Josh did an episode on that about a classic basketball incident. The Malice the of the Palace, Pete. I did, oh. I did The Malice of the Palace. And also a podcast called Primates, which is about primates and popular culture. And Josh, you did an episode on that as well, which we, with, with Tony Martin. Tony Martin. And we talked about... Lancelot Chimp. That's oh, right, Lancelot cool. Link Secret Chimp. Yeah, old 70s show where they put peanut butter on the chimp's ah. lips and dressed him up. It's, it was a really it's very fun good. episode. They used to do that to Mr. Ed as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. Black and white, you could get away with it. A lot of yeah, peanut yeah. butter, and animal so cruelty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, in yeah. black and white days, you could get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, 
Um, oh, you can just catch me putting peanut butter on my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'll Instagram it. Um, no, I, when, when does this go out? This will go out next week. Next week, okay. Well, thanks to everyone who came to the Gold Coast on the weekend uh, to see me at the Spiegel Tent. You had a great, it was a great show on the weekend, wasn't it? Um, uh, I'm going over to Perth to play the just as a one-off night because I just happened to be in town and I decided not to have a night off. So I, um, I'm doing the Comedy Lounge. Oh, yep. Uh, which will be fun. Uh, Frankie Fish uh, and the Sister Schmozel is the uh, fourth I think it's Frankie the Fish. <laughs> Frankie the Fish. <laughs> and that's out. And you can actually buy, if you haven't read from the uh, the first one, the Sonic Suitcase, you can buy them in a four-pack. Oh, nice. So you can buy uh, the, the first four books in the series. Thanks for playing Dayton Ham. Until next time, see you later. Bye. <laughs> Podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional, you have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.